Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we go four and two in college basketball on Friday. So we have a good day. We're guaranteed profit. Our hockey game is still going on, so we don't know the official results yet. We'll post the final number in the show notes once it becomes available. But today it is our 16-game mega college basketball day. And, oh, I'm fired up for the card today. This is a no-second-guessing card. So what does that mean? It could be good. It could be bad. But it means that I selected my 16 games for today. Part of the line's coming out. I determined where I'd play the game. And once they posted the numbers, I didn't have to back off any of my plays. In the previous three weeks, I normally have to back off probably four or five games when playing a card this size. But today, all of the initial plays get to ride. So it's going to be interesting one way or another. So let's get it started. We start in the Big 12. Game number one on the docket is Texas minus the three over Texas Tech. So the Longhorns got me a big road win at Oklahoma this week when I needed it the most. Texas Tech comes to town as a covering machine. They've covered in 12 of 14 games, so it's easy to see why you'd want to back them. Toss in the win over Baylor this week. The 13-point win over Texas the first time around, and the play looks pretty good. But as Lee Corso would say, not so fast. I see a little letdown for Texas Tech, and I see the Texas crowd flipping the emotion on the Red Raiders today. For as good as Tech has been, they've lost in the road this year to Iowa State, Kansas State, and Oklahoma. Texas is a tougher place to play and better than those other three teams. So I'm going to lay the three today with the Longhorns over the Red Raiders. Game number two, we stay in the Big 12. This time we head to Ames, Iowa. It is Iowa State minus the two over Oklahoma. So teams in the Big 12, they just don't die. I wrote off Iowa State, and then they go into TCU, win, and find themselves back in the NC2A discussion. Both teams enter this game 4-9 in the Big 12. Iowa State is 12-4 at home. Oklahoma is 2-6 on the road. The Sooners won the first time by 13. The Cyclones have lost three of four games at home. I think that streak ends today. I like Iowa State minus the two over the Sooners. Game number three, we head to the SEC. It is LSU 
minus the four and a half at South Carolina. So folks, South Carolina just won back-to-back road games at Georgia and Old Miss. Surprisingly, the Gamecocks are only one game back of LSU in the SEC standings, and they're playing much better basketball. LSU has won three straight, but they still aren't playing up to their potential. I backed LSU laying three at Vandy, and they lost that game by nine. I think this team has a ton of upside, so I'm going to back them again one more time this afternoon, minus the four and a half at South Carolina. Game number four on the card, we go to the ACC. It is Wake Forest minus the five and a half against Notre Dame. So Mike Bray has done a tremendous job this year at Notre Dame. 19 and seven overall, tied for first place at 12 and three in the ACC and winners of five straight. Yet they've yet to sell me, even though they've won five straight road games. Wake is coming off back-to-back tough losses, four points against Miami, two points against Duke. Wake is 13-2 and at home this year. Their only losses coming against Duke and LSU. I should just take the five and a half, but coming off back-to-back losses, I think the Demon Deacons have a statement game today. Wake is back, and I'm laying the five and a half over the Fighting Irish. Game number five of the card is in the ACC again. It is North Carolina plus the four and a half at Virginia Tech. So just please email me if you know what happened to North Carolina last time out against Pittsburgh. I'm still in shock over that result. The Tar Heels have won six of eight. They're five and three on the road and 10 and five in the ACC. Meanwhile, the Hokies, well, they've rattled off six consecutive victories and they just beat in-state rival Virginia this week. I kind of like this spot for North Carolina to bounce back off the embarrassing loss. I'm going to take the Tar Heels plus the four and a half at Virginia Tech. Game number six of the card, we go to the Big Ten. It is Ohio State minus the five over Iowa. Well, I was a fool not to grab the five this week with Michigan. Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology still has Iowa on the seven line. I just don't see it. They're 0-6 against teams above them in the Big Ten Conference. Their best win this year was probably a one-point win over Virginia when the Cavaliers were struggling. To me, they need a win like this, but Ohio State is well-rested and ready to go. I'm on the Buckeyes today, minus the five over the Hawkeyes. Game number seven on the card is in the Big Ten. It is Minnesota plus the three and a half over Northwestern. So Minnesota is now playing like I thought Minnesota would at the beginning of the year. The Gophers are just 3-12 and in the Big Ten. Northwestern is 5-10. and The Wildcats played tough in back-to-back games against Illinois and Purdue after winning three straight. Kind of reminds me of the Penn State resume coming into Williams Arena last weekend. This is the last winnable game of the season for Minnesota. So I like the Gophers to get one more W this year. Minnesota plus the three and a half is the play. So the Power Five conferences are done. Now it's mid-major time. Game number eight on the card is in the Atlantic 10. It is Dayton minus six at St. Joe's. So St. Joe's is coming off a heartbreaking loss in overtime to George Mason this week and has now lost nine of 12. Dayton, on the other hand, has won 10 of 12, 
and it has a common trend in all 11 games away from home. If they win, they cover. Dayton is a much better basketball team, so I'm going to take the Flyers today, minus the six at the Hawks of St. Joe's. Game number nine on the card is also in the Atlantic 10. It is Davidson, minus the two over St. Louis. So St. Louis was just happy to play someone other than St. Bonnie this week. After losing back-to-back games to St. Bonnie, the Billikens crushed LaSalle by 26. Davidson bounced back from the loss at Rhode Island with an underwhelming 11-point win. Davidson has lost only once at home this year, and that was to VCU. St. Louis is just four and four on the road, but I think this line is probably two and a half points short at minimum. The Wildcats win today, minus the two at home. Game number 10 on the card, we go to the Missouri Valley. It is Drake plus seven and a half at Loyola. Of course, I'm going to back Drake today. Drake ended their dreadful three-game losing streak, beating Evansville by 22 last time out. Loyola played their best 40 minutes of basketball on Super Bowl Sunday, crushing Northern Iowa by 27, but they followed it up with an ugly two-point win at Valparaiso. I get it. Loyola has won three straight home games by double digits, but Drake beat them by nine the first time around, and I still think they're the better team on a neutral floor, so I'm going to grab the seven and a half tonight. Don't be shocked if the Bulldogs win straight up. Game number 11 on the card, we head to the Mountain West. It is Colorado State minus the three and a half at UNLV. So UNLV will soon join my don't bet against list. UNLV just went into Fresno State and won. The running Rebels have actually covered in five of their last six. UNLV pushed the upset, or excuse me, surprised with the upset in the first meeting, winning by 14 as a 14 and a half point underdog. That started the turnaround for the running Rebels. Colorado State, meanwhile, they've rebounded nicely, winning five straight and covering in their last four. The Rams are five and two on the road this year, and they're just a half a game out of first place. They got caught by surprise in the first meeting. That won't happen today. I really, really, really like Colorado State minus the three and a half at UNLV. Game number 12 on the card is also in the Mountain West. It is Fresno State plus the one and a half over San Diego State. So this is the opposite direction game today. San Diego State has won four straight. Fresno State has lost three straight. And Orlando Robinson struggled against UNLV, shooting only three for 14 in that last one. This game should come right down to the wire. I think Fresno State bounces back with a much better effort, and they'll end the losing streak. I'm on Fresno State plus the one and a half over San Diego State. Game number 13 on the card is in the Colonial Conference and it is UNC Wilmington minus the three over James Madison. Well, the way these lines have been going in the Colonial Conference, I'm starting to think that UNC Wilmington might be the underdog in the one-verse-eight quarterfinal game. The Seahawks have cooled off just going three and three in their last six, but they are still 11-2 and at home. They won at James Madison the first time around, and they still have the top spot in the conference Plus, in these smaller conferences, don't forget many teams are now playing their final home game of the season. 
The Seahawks' final two games are on the road, so this is their final home game. It's senior night. I like Wilmington without that edge. Add that on, and this makes it a must-play at minus three over James Madison. Game number 14 on the card, we go to the Summit League. It is North Dakota State minus six over UMKC. So this is the only game that I almost back off of, not because of the line, but because of the post-game fight on Thursday involving North Dakota State. Suspensions will impact two players for the first half. North Dakota State still has a significant height advantage. They've won six straight, and they have double motivation. They lost to UMKC by three on the road earlier this year, and now it's their final home game of the season and their senior day. You'll see this become a trend for me in these last couple of weeks. I'm on North Dakota State, the Bison, minus the six over the Kangaroos of UMKC. Game number 15 on the card is in the big sky. It is Montana State plus the two and a half at Southern Utah. So our perfect 6-0 record in the big sky is on the line. A little nervous about this one. Southern Utah has lost two of three, but they're 10-2 and two at home, 10-4 and four in conference. This is the first meeting of the season between the two. Montana State saw their 11-game winning streak end in overtime at Eastern Washington on Thursday. Today, they bounce back to keep the top spot in the big sky. I'm on the Bobcats plus the two and a half at Southern Utah. Then your final game on the card is also in the big sky. It is Weber State minus the five and a half over Northern Colorado. Well, this is kind of like press your luck. Big bucks, no whammies for us in the big sky. Two games in one night. Weber State is just a half a game behind Montana State for that top spot. And let's remember, in these single bid leagues, winning the conference tournament gives you an automatic bid to the NIT. Northern Colorado had an impressive four-game winning streak end this week at Idaho State. This one will prove to be much tougher tonight. I'm on Weber State, minus the five and a half over Northern Colorado. So let's recap the mega card for you. We once again like Texas, minus the three over Texas Tech. We're in Iowa State, minus the two over Oklahoma. We like LSU, minus the four and a half at South Carolina. We're on Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons, minus the five and a half over the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. We like North Carolina, plus the four and a half at Virginia Tech. We're on Ohio State, minus the five over Iowa. We like Minnesota, plus the three and a half over Northwestern. We're on Dayton, the Flyers, minus the six at St. Joe's. We like Davidson, minus the two over St. Louis. We like Drake, plus the seven and a half at Loyola of Chicago. We're on Colorado State, minus the three and a half at UNLV in a game that we really, really like. We like Fresno State, plus the one and a half over San Diego State. We're on UNC Wilmington, minus the three over James Madison. We're on North Dakota State, minus the six over UMKC. We like Montana State plus the two and a half at Southern Utah. And the final game on the card, it is Weber State, minus the five and a half over Northern Colorado. So that's your card for Saturday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.